welcome to the Do Life Different podcast hosted by 1128 Community. We want to help you do life different with bold prayers, living generously, and rest. Rest is about being with God, spending time with God, and my hope is that these 10 minutes allow you to be with God, to find rest and a refreshed way of doing life with God. In Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30, in the message version, Jesus says, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. God, we thank you for quiet moments. We thank you for the space to slow down and for being a God who wants us to slow down. Help us connect with you. Help us be in relationship with you in these next 10 minutes. We are going to use a book of the Bible and specifically a chapter within this book of the Bible to help us listen and reflect and pray today. We are going to read through Philippians and this is a letter written from Paul to the church in Philippi. Today we will read from chapter one and I will read the chapter once all of the way through. Then I will go back and read it again stop and give you prompts to either reflect on something to pray or think about or encourage you to breathe in a specific truth and it's okay if you are drawn to a different part or need to pause in a different section in this chapter take the time pause this and do it on your own however i will go through chapter one, two times. So here we go. Philippians chapter one. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders and deacons. May God, our Father and Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. And I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So it is right that I should feel as I do about all of you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. For I want you to understand what really matters, 
so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus Christ. For this will bring much glory and praise to God. And I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, that everything that has happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. It's true that some are preaching out of jealousy and rivalry, but others preach about Christ with pure motives. They preach because they love me, for they know I have been appointed to defend the good news. Those others do not have pure motives as they preach about Christ. They preach with selfish ambition, not sincerely, intending to make my chains more painful to me. But that doesn't matter. Whether their motives are false or genuine, the message about Christ is being preached either way. So I rejoice, and I will continue to rejoice. For I know that as you pray for me, and the Spirit of Jesus Christ helps me, this will lead to my deliverance. For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. For to me, living means living for Christ, and dying is even better. But if I live, I can do more fruitful work for Christ. So I really don't know which is better. I'm torn between two desires. I long to go and be with Christ, which would be far better for me, but for your sakes, it is better that I continue to live. Knowing this, I am convinced that I will remain alive so I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Now let's start chapter one again. This letter is from Paul and Timothy, slaves of Christ Jesus. I am writing to all of God's holy people in Philippi who belong to Christ Jesus, including the church leaders. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Take a moment and ask God to give you grace and peace. 
as we continue, Paul writes, Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. Whenever I pray, I make my requests for all of you with joy. Think about people that are in your life and take a moment and thank God for them. And I am certain that God, who began the good work within you, will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. Let's take a moment here and breathe. First, we'll pray that God will do a good work in us, and then we can pray for somebody else in our life. Breathe in and say, God can and will. Breathe out and say, do a good work in me. Breathe in, God can and will. Breathe out, do a good work in me. And if you want to right now, ask God to to do a good work or to be with somebody in your life. And then Paul continues, so it is a right that I should feel as I do about all of you. For you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and in defending and confirming the truth of the good news. God knows how much I love you and long for you with the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding. Take a moment here. Pray that God will help the love, that your love will overflow more and more. Ask God for wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And now pray that for somebody close to you, somebody that you know. Pray that their love will overflow more and more. Pray that they will keep growing in knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Paul continues, For I want you to understand what really matters so that you may live pure and blameless lives until the day of Christ's return. May you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteous character produced in your life by Jesus, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. Take a moment and think about think about what you know to be true and what really matters. And God, we do pray that you help us know what really matters. As we live busy lives, as we move and as we run, help us know what really matters. And help us be filled with the fruit of your salvation. Help us live in right ways so that people might see Jesus. Paul continues, For everyone here, including the whole palace guard, knows that I am in chains because of Christ. And because of my imprisonment, most of the believers here have gained confidence and boldly speak God's message without fear. Take a moment 
and ask God to help you have confidence and help you be bold as you share your story, as you share what God has done for you. And then Paul says, For I fully expect and hope that I will never be ashamed, but that I will continue to be bold for Christ as I have been in the past. And I trust that my life will bring honor to Christ, whether I live or die. And skipping ahead, Paul says, Knowing this, I am convinced that I will remain alive so that I can continue to help all of you grow and experience the joy of your faith. And when I come to you again, you will have even more reason to take pride in Christ Jesus because of what he is doing through me. Take a moment and think about your life, your story, how your story matters and how your story can help somebody else see God. Take a moment and either think about your story or ask God to give you boldness to share it. Paul ends and reminds us, Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Take a moment and think about struggles and remember and listen to Paul and know that you are not alone God, thank you for Paul and thank you for his letter and how how it can help us hear from you and connect with you. Help us share the good news and share our stories boldly. Amen. Thanks so much for joining along today and keep a lookout as we'll continue to read from Philippians. Philippians.